0: We've been talking about Jace Medical now for a while, the Jace case. If you didn't know about this, you should know that, honestly, at this point, we're in a pretty serious situation with critical Mm. shortages of essential drugs. There's over 300 of them that are in shortage right now, which is bizarre. I talked to the head of Jace Medical, and Mm. uh, they went through this. It's like, wait, this is happening right now? Yeah, it's happening now. And as we know, this stuff can get much worse when the supply chains go down. So have a Jace case on hand. It's a personalized emergency medication kit it contains five essential antibiotics which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections it's customizable it's got dozens of add-on medications available so you can choose the ones that uh, you know best fit your needs I even have ivermectin uh, as an add-on option if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Jace is simple. You go online, you fill out a form, and then you get prescription life-saving medications delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind, so you're not just you know hoping that you have access to medication during an emergency. Go to JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Enter the code Beck at checkout. You get a discount on your order. J a s e Medical.com. The promo code is Beck. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn. We start here in just a few seconds. To hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Thank goodness, COP 28 is going on right now in the Middle East, uh,
0: trying to get to the bottom of this climate change situation. Finally. <sighs> Finally, we can start a discussion on the climate. Yeah.
1: Could we please have the discussion at least? Uh, We need a national
0: conversation. Well, we'll start that conversation. Good. uh, In about one minute. (laughs) American financing is saving their customers an average of $825 a month. That's $10,000 a year. What could you do with that kind of cash? Would that be a change in your life? I, I bet it would. Uh, from higher cost of living to terrifying high interest debts that can threaten everything you've built up over the years we're living in financially perilous times and it's times like this that you need someone on your side i know Bidenomics is here to save you but so far eh, not going so well so uh why not go to american financing instead And american financing can actually help you save a bunch of money and they're standing in the gap between economic desperation and you Your mortgage can work for you. It can help you get out of high interest debt fast. And let's say your credit isn't stellar. Well, maybe you're nervous to figure out if you're gonna be rejected. Well, American Financing takes a special interest in you. They have programs designed to help raise your credit score and get you on a path to financial peace. Can't recommend them enough. I've done mortgages with them myself. Uh, American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
1: American Financing, NMLS, one 823 <laughs> www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Dot .org. Dot .org. Welcome. It is uh, Pat and Stu today for Glenn. We'll be talking to him in about an hour about what's going on in his life mm-hmm. uh, this day.
0: What's so- he having for breakfast? yeah well, you know what it's uh, important information what's his workout routine like these days we have a lot of big questions i think it's clearly strenuous <laughs> and so. exhaustive hey, i'm worried he's pushing himself too much at yeah the gym. i worry you about know? that as he's well. a gym rat yeah you know that glenn beck he's a gym rat and i'm a little concerned about yeah you because know, you can yeah. do you can do too much at the gym that, right you you, know? you can you can i think he's proof of that yeah that's true so, um i he's i now do we know is he at cop 28? I don't believe he is. He isn't. I think he's elsewhere. Um,
1: but he wanted to get to COP twenty eight, but he was snowed in. I think like so many,
0: so many others. Uh because can, can, can I get hit my favorite part of COP twenty eight? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean yeah. Yeah, you probably have a whole long list of favorite parts of COP twenty eight. I do. Mine is the acronym. Yeah. Cop twenty eight. Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, all these left wingers are coming together to celebrate COP. <laughs> Which is kind of strange. I thought they wanted to defund them. But this has nothing yeah. to do with police officers. COP, you think, would stand for, like, climate, Operating organization, procedures. Op- something, right? Yeah, something. It uh-huh. stands for Conference of Parties. Conference of parties. It is the I didn't even know that. It's
1: the worst acronym no of all time. No wonder they never show right. what it stands for. Conference
0: Hey, yeah, It's like a participation. Everyone just kind of uh, got together. Uh-huh. Hey, we're going to have a group. What are we going to call it? Uh, how about the Climate Action Action Network? No, let's call it Conference of Parties. <laughs> I want to make sure people know that we're having a conference yeah. and that parties will be involved and there, uh, in the conference. So is let's it call it Conference of Parties. parties? No, what I is it's, the 28th? I think it's like the 28th gathering. That's what I thought uh, it was of cops. Of cop. Okay. So you have the conference of parties. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've got. They've done this now twenty eight times. Now, if you miss the first twenty seven, it's hard to jump in at number. 28. Well, you can't just catch up that quickly. It's, you got to. There's go no through way. It.
1: Binge just binge. You got to start with
0: the beginning. Go back to cop one. Yeah, and then yeah, and yeah. watch all of them because they're just
1: oh, <laughs> well, riveting. they're
0: riveting, riveting, and they're packed, jam
1: packed with information and existential threats. And hysteria. Right. That is needless. But watch it anyway. Um what I love about this, one of my favorite parts of Cop twenty eight is Sultan Al Jabbar, who has claimed there is okay, this is the president of Cop twenty
0: eight. Formerly Sultan Al Al Alcinder. Yeah. Is that <laughs> Yes, that's weird. It's an old basketball Sultan joke for Lou you, okay? <laughs> and now it's uh, Sultan Al-Jabbar. For, for all you 25-year-olds that don't get it, look it up, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You didn't get the Cinder joke. Right. It's okay. It is
1: okay. All right. But he has claimed, again, <laughs> the president of COP28 claims there's no science indicating that a phase-out of fossil fuels is needed to restrict global heating to one and a half degrees Celsius. There's no science behind the fact that fossil fuels are destroying the planet Uh, you might expect that from a guy who is from the united arab emirates which is an oil country yeah mm -hmm. but it's kind of surprising that they would have him preside over cop 28 i'm surprised he's one of the parties at the conference yeah parties yeah in fact he said that a phase out of fossil fuels would not allow sustainable development Unless you want to take the world back into caves, thank you, Al Jabar, uh, yeah, formerly Sultan El Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you know that is uh, very true. Yeah, right. I, mean, I think it, it is. There's a new development in Connecticut. Um, remember Ned Lamont, who was the governor. Uh, yes. He ran for Senate and got the Democratic nomination, but then lost to an independent joe lieberman if i remember oh, this right yeah then he that becoming, was a while ago a right? long time ago then he wound up um, becoming governor of connecticut while he was governor of connecticut he put in some sort of requirement that all cars sold in connecticut <laughs> would be zero emission vehicles by 2035 okay um which uh they're now abandoning what which is interesting because i i keep wow. every car company keeps telling me so they don't care anymore about the planet i, I Apparently not. Every car mm. company keeps telling me they're not going to be making any gas-powered vehicles past 2030. They keep, Which is... That's impossible. I mean, it seems it's impossible. It, it's right? impossible. It's dumb, too. This is mean, the United dumb.
1: States of America. We can do anything if we set our minds to it. No, we don't have the infrastructure for it. In seven years, let's say the auto manufacturers could pull it off. Yeah. Let's say they can... Dump the combustion engine and go all electric by 2030.
0: they probably could do it, but could it would they do lo- it they would yeah. hemorrhage money the, yeah. yeah and they are hemorrhaging money.
1: and where are you getting the power for all of those vehicles we We have rolling blackouts now yeah with about what three to five percent electric vehicles if there's a hundred percent electric vehicles, which it wouldn't quite be because you'd still have some old vehicles but mm-hmm. let's say you've got forty percent.
0: I'm gonna, where's that power coming I'm gonna spend from? Spend twenty thirty filling a garage with gas powered cars. Yeah, right. Oh and man, I'm just gonna sit there. And each man, I I will be uh, go completely into debt, and then I will just have to go and every time my one of my cars dies, I just go pick a new one from ten years ago. Because that's I know. I, it's no, I don't it, it's want. It's impossible. I, it's impossible, and that's not. It an, can't it's happen. It's not even a knock on electric cars. we've been through this before. I mean, some of the electric yeah, like cars em. are great. Some of them are I like fast. Em. I mean, they're really fast. The Teslas are. Teslas are, and. But like Tesla's the only one who's made this work. People keep acting like this is obvious, which uh, Elon Musk has pointed out over and over again. Even you though know. he's not in, he's not invited to any of their uh, the White House gatherings. He's not invited cars. to any of their reindeer games. No,
1: none of them. No, because of his just red, red shun nose. Him. Right?
0: He, you know, <laughs> he has an electric
1: nose. He makes really good points, though. About look, we've done more than any company in the world for climate change. Yes. And I think that's true. I think it's he true. can back
0: that up. If you embrace the left wing narrative of what the problem is, yeah. how can you sure. not like Elon Musk? How right? can you like, not,
1: He created a space exploring company so that we could move to Mars. So we can escape. We that's can es- how he.
0: Uh, that's how deeply he believes in climate change. Yes, he is. You know, I, there's a lot of really good things you can say about Elon Musk. I like him uh, in many ways. I do too, but I don't, don't like climate- his. Yeah, he's... Extremist. He is. I mean, t- t- is. extremist to the point, he's building spaceships to escape climate change. He's That's not obnoxious about is. it. He doesn't preach no. about
1: it all the time. No. He just puts his beliefs where his companies are. Yeah, Really, he developed these companies so that he could fulfill what he believes about the future.
0: Yeah. And I think it's easy to look at at Tesla and think, oh, the electric car thing can work. Tesla did it. Well... I'm in the middle of reading this uh, Elon Musk uh, book, the Isaacson book that's mm-hmm. out, and he, go, he goes through. Is it authorized or not? I, you know, I don't know. He, he seems to participate in it. Like, oh, yeah? To the point of like, he's interviewed about a lot of these things. So he's quoted a lot in the book. I think he participated mm-hmm. in it. I don't think it was a, it's definitely not a, an overly flattering view of, of, of Musk at times. I mean, it definitely makes you think that he's not a very nice guy to be around. Oh, uh, his, I believe that. Most Really, super successful people like that aren't. Yeah. Yes, that's you know his because they're demanding relationships, his work relationships certainly, but also yeah. his personal relationships. They don't seem ideal. He's been but married what nine nine times. He has like ten. 10 he has eleven 15. kids, I believe. Yeah, I think he does eleven. Most of them, several different women. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, that's very true. So, and I, I don't even think he was married to all of them. Um, no, I don't think so. So, anyway, that's off the the topic on the electric car part he first of all he's in uh, he was a first mover right he was very early he wasn't he actually didn't found tesla he didn't name tesla he he was he came into the organization after they had already started it mm-hmm. but he was the you know he's a he's a co-founder he uh, is a he was the, one of the earliest funders and he really did direct the company to make it what it was right but like he's also number one almost went completely bankrupt doing this like they, the company almost dissolved multiple times. Yeah, he. There, people forget that. Yeah, that was, there were real
1: struggles with Tesla.
0: Yeah. for a for a long time. And you may have heard the the stories of him, like oh, he slept at the at the factory. That stuff's yeah. all true. He was really yeah. doing that. But like, he's also a really unique person. That like Ford and General Motors are not going to be able to pull off the types of things he did. Like for example, there was this one part where it was very tough time for Tesla. They had all these people shorting the stock. And they had made this promise. He He's like Glenn. Glenn has to read this book because there's so much Glenn in Elon Musk. Glenn's not abusive to people around him at no, all. He's no. not that guy. And he's but not he, on the spectrum. Right. So no, he's, he's a little
1: more comfortable to
0: be around. Right. Um, but he is the type of person who will just make up random timelines and be like, hey, we're doing this in three weeks. And everyone around you is like, what are you talking about? We can't do this in three weeks. Uh-huh. And then he hopes that everyone can kind of come And hit these ridiculous deadlines. So Musk made this promise of 5,000, I think it was the Model 3, 5,000 Model 3s. Yeah, it was the cheaper one, right? Yeah, the cheaper one. Um, It was 30 or 35,000 or whatever. He wanted to produce 5,000 a week. So, I mean, this is really actually incredible. The investing community. And this was not too long ago. What, 2015 or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So the investing community wound up sending drones to their factories and hovered above the factory, watching how many they were churning out a day, and were like, There's no way they can get to 5,000 a day. He made his big promise. They're going to miss this, and the stock's going to tank. So they all bet against it, knowing he was going to miss this target. So, uh, and the reason why they knew it is because they only had two production lines in this factory, and it was the only factory they had. And they couldn't churn out 5,000 a day. They could churn out like, you know, 3,500 a day. Uh-huh. So, Musk, I remember this when it was happening because yeah, they you, talked about it a lot. Yeah, they talked about it a lot. It was, it mm-hmm. was, it was covered and they, and they thought they had this like perfect information. <laughs> they knew they could only do this and they could only, they, to create another production line, they would need a permit that would take a year, mm-hmm. which was longer than the deadline. So they knew that he couldn't get to 3500 Well, he went and checked through all of the ridiculous lines of code in the law and they went through and had all their whole team go through this and they found this weird cutout that basically allowed for what they called temporary um, auto repair facilities. And it was basically like if you had a gas station and you were doing some special, right? And you wanted mm. to put out, you had to put a out tent out, you, you could put a tent outside to, to increase your capacity for a short period of time. Mm. So what he did was build a giant tent that covered an entire production line so they didn't have to get a permit. And they built this huge tent and they were able to churn out a third production line, which made them able to hit the 5,000 target. Oh, now, there's amazing. I'm sorry, there's no way these giant legacy companies are doing stuff like that to make this profitable. No. I mean, there's a hundred stories of him doing things just like this. And it is really impressive. Like, he keeps looking at, why do we have bolts mm-hmm. here? Why do we glue this this way? Why do we... Like, he had, he's constantly doing that. And you know these big companies aren't doing that with unions? They like, can't. He, he was firing people all over the place. To mm-hmm. make the company work. That's the, that can't happen at these big companies. They're going to fail their way through <clears throat> these electric cars. And they're already doing it, losing billions of dollars a year. And it's only going to get worse. Like Tesla and Elon Musk is a pretty unique thing. I don't know that mm-hmm. anyone else is going to be able to make it work. And people don't really want them. They just want Teslas. They don't want the electric cars from these other manufacturers, largely. Well, if you had a, chan- uh, a choice between a Tesla
1: and a volt which way are you going <laughs> do they still make the Volt? i don't even know i don't know i just saw one in the parking lot recently. oh really yeah so i'm not sure if that's an old one but yeah you want that or uh toyota what do they call it the you know the toyota thing the prius yeah the prius yeah that's not a, I, I don't yeah. want
0: that dumpy little thing
1: right. I, I the teslas at least look great
0: yeah and look the high end of electric mm. cars some of them are amazing. I mean, the Porsche Taycan is awesome. It's it's a really good looking car. It's the the higher ends of it are really really fast, just like a you know the ridiculously fast um, uh, Teslas.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's one of the. I think it's maybe the best looking car in the market. I mean, it's just a cool looking car. Yeah. But you know, again, the, you know, you're gonna spend two hundred thousand dollars on a Porsche, you can get a nice car. Porsche. Right. Uh, right. So that's that. That's not exactly uh trying to manufacture these to, to the masses. When you're this far behind Tesla already... It's going to be tough. They're losing Pat, billions, billions of dollars a year. Wasn't it
1: $4 billion for Ford last year? They're just lighting it on fire. Yeah. triple eight seven two beck
0: More coming up in one minute. So are you still searching for that perfect gift for the holidays? Uh, There's still time to buy the best Christmas gift ever. And this is awesome. Legacy Box. Legacy Box is a simple and safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes, your film reels, your photos. You know, they're just hanging around and you're never going to look at them because they're in a box somewhere. Get them uh, digital. uh, One of my relatives, my uncle, did this, um, uh, I don't know, a few years ago. And took all these old photos of my my dad and, you know, the whole side of the family, all my uncles and aunts. And put them, just posted them all after they got them. And it was just the best thing. Because you, I don't know, like you just never will look at this stuff again. It was so great to go through all these uh, uh, archives. And if you, you know, we're talking about old VHS tapes, uh, camcorder tapes, pictures, all this stuff. The team professionally digitizes everything by hand and you'll get it back on a thumb drive or in the cloud along with the originals as well. Legacy Box is one of the few products that is in stock and ready to ship right now. Make this holiday season special by giving the gift of memories. Get your family's videotapes converted for just 9 bucks and photos professionally scanned for as low as 7 cents each during this exclusive last minute holiday offer from Legacy Box. Go to legacybox.com/beck legacybox.com/beck. Check it out now legacybox.com/beck. 10 seconds station ID.
1: Pat Stufer Stu for Glenn. Today, we were talking about Elon Musk because of this uh, COP28 um, conference that they're having in, um, mm, it's not Saudi Arabia, right? Is it, uh, yeah, is it or Saudi, East, maybe know. it is Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's in the Arab desert somewhere because they were tired of having it at a normal place or a usual place and then having it snow. <laughs> and sometimes to the point where it was snowed out and they couldn't do the conference. I mean, that happened multiple times to these dumb conferences that they have with the, with the global warming thing. And that's why they eventually changed the name to climate change. But uh, one of the things that would happen is they'd plan these big events in the middle of winter and... It wouldn't, you know, the weather wouldn't participate, and they'd say weather isn't the same as climate. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, they gave that up a long time ago. Well, they they still they well they say it whenever that happens. If it, it, yes, it, it's the opposite. Yes. If it's the, if it's really hot in the summer. Or even if it's really hot in the winter, they will say, oh, well, see? see? We've been telling you you the whole time. This is is climate change. And you're like, wait a minute. It snowed last week. Well, that weather's not the same as climate. I'm like, all right. I think you're using this both ways here. (laughs) Yeah, they do have it both ways. Uh, But
1: uh, John Kerry is at this this climate uh, symposium, and uh, here's what he had to say. But let me just tell you bluntly, when the best Uh, scientists in the world... This. Unanimously Are telling That's us not as unanimous. leaders in our countries That we are on the brink of Tipping points Tipping points, yeah From which you How cannot come back He could've given this speech in 2004 Uh-huh Yep, that the same nonsense, nonsense same stuff or the barren sea ice barren sea or ice the glo- or the coral reefs the coral chasm right. or most importantly <laughs> the arctic and the antarctic right may What's be at tipping point or beyond they may maybe. be. Could maybe be. we possibly might be 70 degrees Fahrenheit above normal and monkeys in the arctic. may fly out my butt it was 100 butt. degrees Fahrenheit above normal in the Antarctic, oh, 100 a hundred degrees above of ice normal. That had been launched in the mud. Pause it for a second. <laughs> okay, I think what he's saying there is it was probably supposed to be fifty below, but it was fifty above. Is that potentially what he means by that? I mean, again, if he's pointing to a single day,
0: or yes. But like, and that, well, that's what they do. It's been a one degree. That's what they do. Uh, celsius, which is about one and a half degrees Fahrenheit temperature mm-hmm. rise over a century. So if he's talking about hundred degrees in one area, I mean that's possible. That I, mean, it's, that I think it's a one day thing. I think he's talking about one. <laughs> I mean, that's embarrassing. A one day of it is embarrassing, but yeah. they don't
1: care. No. They've got no shame. No, they do it anyway, and he'll stand there droned on about all of these different weather events. That of course we can't mention if if it's the opposite. If we're right. saying you know what, it was really cold one day in July don't confuse weather with climate <laughs> <laughs> these people are the worst oh it's it's agonizing oh. agonizing uh but the pope stepped into this mess and that's great because he's at cop 28 as well he actually went to cop 28 uh we'll get into what he had to say and uh, much more
0: coming up The Glenn Back program. With the holiday season in full sw- swing, right now is the holiday scamming season as well. It's not just shopping, it's scamming. Cyber thieves are now working overtime to steal your information and money, and there's nothing they'd like to do better than to succeed. So be on the lookout for scams and involved gift cards. It's a big one. If people are requesting gift cards from you for some bizarre reason, be very suspicious of this. Uh, Cryptocurrency is, of course, a big one as well. I mean, with Bitcoin going crazy again, you get ready for another uh, big section of scams. Uh, it's important to understand cybercrime and how identity theft is affecting your life. Uh, you know, or your personal information gets exposed so often it makes it really easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. But protecting yourself can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to threats you might not spot on your own. Things like loans taken out in your name or cyber criminals pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK 1 800 Lifelock or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck at 25% off. It's 1 800 Lifelock or lifelock.com. Visit theblaze.com. Explore the all new, ad free
1: experience to see for yourself how we're standing up against the censorship regime. It's Patton and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, thank goodness. We've got people looking out for the climate for us on our behalf. You know, just trying their best to control the weather on a regular basis. And, you know, d- predicting just with amazing accuracy what the weather is going to be like, what it has been like. what if, They can't even predict what it's going to be like this afternoon. But they can tell us in 10 years, 20 years, 100 years how much the sea level is going to rise? What the temperature is going to be? What's going to happen to us as a result?
0: It's incredible. Not only is it impossible to do this, right? It's also <laughs> impossible to even know what the problem will be in a hundred years. I mean, I, the example I love is from Manhattan when you know they're in they're back in the day uh, 1900 manhattan they're trying to figure out what the what the big environmental issue of the day there's op-eds written about it everyone's complaining about it there is absolutely no way with the city growing the way that it is that we will be able to uh deal with the increased horse dung <laughs> right <There's laughs> they're gonna, gonna be, put it all it's, yeah it's a tiny it all? Little we're little island. island right what are we going to mm-hmm. do with it all it's going to pile up all over the place this place is going to be uh disgusting mm-hmm. in a million different ways what are we going to do Now, what happened was the car, now they didn't know the car was coming at that time, Mm -hmm. and they didn't think, maybe they they thought just like the early predictions of the, you know, Paul Krugman uh, predicting the internet would be basically a fax machine, right? Like, people don't know. They're wrong all the time all the time when they're trying to predict us think of the problems that humanity was dealing with a hundred years ago they're not even they're completely foreign to what we're dealing with now so to predict that in the future uh is impossible it's one of the reasons why the founders were so brilliant because they didn't predict every problem we'd be dealing with now they didn't Right. They predicted principles that would be able to deal with these problems. Yeah, right. They just right. predicted. They they helped design, and of course were uh, were influenced greatly by their uh, by their godly uh, understanding, and they were able to come up with principles that would solve basically every problem that would come uh, from from then on. That was, and also admit their fallibility and say, hey, by the way, if we miss some stuff, just amend the Constitution, and you can deal with whatever you want. If we missed anything, yeah, it's ludicrous to think that
1: they'll be dealing with the problems we face in 2050 with the same tools we have in 2023. Right? It's insane. We don't know. I mean, the technology is increasing exponentially. Right. And who knows what we're going to come up with to deal with if if there is existential uh climate
0: change to deal with
1: we might have something really amazing to deal with it
0: yeah to fix it we we talk about a a civilization of victims right and this is something we deal with all the time everyone's a victim of something everyone's Mm -hmm. being there's always a microaggression coming against them the same stuff happens with the climate alex epstein talks about this a lot with the idea of climate mastery right instead of being a victim of the climate we should look at it as a way how do we master the climate A perfect example of this is air conditioning Yeah, when it was really hot. People didn't want to live in the South. It was really hot all the time, and they didn't like life there. And then we mastered the climate by producing air conditioning, largely based on fossil fuels. And we were able to make an entire half of the country livable because we took the benefits of fossil fuels and improved everyone's life. That's why more than six people live in Houston, Texas today. (laughs) quite a few more than six yeah a yeah. lot more mm-hmm. and it, they live in t- the same temperature that they live in in a, a beautiful fall day in uh Connecticut right mm-hmm. it's like 70 degrees. maybe it's a little warmer uh, a little cooler maybe it's a late summer uh but you know it's 72 degrees well they put it on their they put on their thermostat at 72 degrees even though outside it's 98 it doesn't matter because they've been able to control the climate. Right. You're not going to be able to control the entire Earth's climate to the, to the point, you know, one degree they want to. But you can control your local climate. You know, climate-related deaths are down 98% in the last century. Why? Because climate change got worse? No. They, people were able to use fossil fuels to make everyone's life better and safer. hmm they were able to make they made medicines that were able to cure diseases they were able to do all these incredible things and like we just leave all that behind we're like well let's just go to solar and see if it's solar can do the same thing i don't think that's a good idea i don't think that's a good idea by the way the the other stat that no one talks about is since 2000 <clears throat> um, you know it has become a little bit warmer as uh, every global warming person will tell you what has been the result on heat deaths well there have been more heat deaths in these places where it was already hot, you know, like you are in some place, uh, you know, where it's hot all the time, and you know, it gets a little hotter. Maybe you'll have more people die. 116,000 more heat deaths have happened at the same in time. 23 years <clears throat> in 23 years. Um, at the same time, uh, 283,000 fewer cold deaths have occurred <laughs> because of the. So overall, huh. global warming. Just when you look at just heat and cold deaths. Uh-huh. Has actually been a net positive for the world. Wow, not a net negative.
1: It's incredible. Oh. Plus, how many fewer people have have starved in that amount of time? Because oh, yeah. we're growing more food. Warm weather, warmer
0: weather, grows
1: more food mm-hmm. and as a rule.
0: With other related uh, improvements, you're talking about you know millions and millions of people who every year. I mean, I, it was you know something like it was something like sixteen thousand children every day don't starve that used to starve this is just in our lifetime and and it's also a stat that's a little old now it's probably Mm -hmm. half a decade old it's been even though it seems like everything has uh, gotten gotten worse actually this has still been improving these these mechanisms of fossil fuel related capitalism Mm -hmm. continue to churn even when joe biden does something dumb even when Barack Obama screws up our health care system, these things still churn in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, health, our health Obamacare was, in my view, clearly a disaster. Like, it has not worked. It, you know, we, we're going to go through this uh, on tonight's show, I think, uh, a little bit. We did a show on it last week as well. Hey, whatever happened to that Obamacare thing? Did it work? Because I don't hear anything about it anymore. Was it a good idea? Did, how did it turn out? And you go through, some of the people who were advising Obama on Obamacare said, yeah, the quality has really gone down with health care. Well, Why? Um, and so you look at this, and, and you see that it's it's gone down. But at the same time, while all this is happening, we're still churning out medical discoveries. We're still churning out important medicines. We're still churning out new techniques of surgery. We're still tech- churning out all this stuff that just keeps going in the background of this. Yeah. And so even though Obamacare screws up healthcare, healthcare could still improve generally because of innovations that happen through the capitalist system, and almost all of that is. Is fueled on, on fossil fuels and some incredible drugs have been developed. I mean, changed my life. Hmm. Uh, you know, heroin, stu- <laughs> coke, coke. toos, so nose candy, nose candy, nose candy. Yeah, all of yeah. those. Yeah. all of those things <laughs> it really change your life. It's a lot more exciting now.
1: I mean, Monjero and Ozempic are miracle drugs to me. They're just they're miracles, um, and they change people's lives to where you don't have to be injecting yourself four or five times a day. For like insulin and yeah, stuff. With we, insulin. Yeah, with um, insulin. You take this once a week and, you know, it does a more effective job than injecting yourself five times. It, it's, it, it's incredible. And so all that has happened uh, in the last few years as well, um, even with Obamacare screwing things up in the medical industry.
0: Yeah, I mean, that one, that's a good example. They just tested that, uh, the I think it was the, uh, the Ozempic partner drug, uh, Wegovy. They did a test on this and uh, they found that it had lowered heart related incidence, heart attacks, you know, by 20%. Wow. By 20%. Is that because of the weight loss? Because of the weight loss. Wow. Um, wow. At least that's part of why. They don't, I mean, yeah. you know, they don't know. I mean, it seems to be doing even better than just what the weight loss would do. But 20%. That's really something. Yeah, you know, we're talking about the biggest killer in America. If, right. If if that were to drop by twenty percent, it would be a massive, massive change. That again, this is coming from a, a you know, we used to always be an American company. This is a, a you know, a European company. But you know, coming from Novo Nordisk, which pu- pumps this out, um, Eli Lilly is the other one for Manjaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, you're talking about a, a a company that you know is producing something that could make obesity basically optional. Right. I, yeah. I think that you know, we talk yeah. about how out of control that's become in America and so many other places. If that's an optional thing, like that is going to change the world. And
1: it already is. It already is. It's changing it right now. Yeah. Um, so that's why they're having the COP twenty eight conference. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the the conference of parties? <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. the conference of parties and the twenty eighth one. Uh, and it's in the desert. It's in the Arabian desert. But not everybody who went to the concert was, or the conference was, uh, coming from a desert area. Some came from areas like mm, Munich, Germany, where they were, uh, they were counting on getting into their private jet and flying to the Arabian desert. Okay, well that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, when you going to a, a climate change. Conference of parties but here's one of those private jets in Munich Germany which was um <laughs> frozen to the tarmac <laughs> Look at this. it snowed and was so cold oh my there' such cold and ice in uh, in Munich Germany that the private jet that was on its way to the cop twenty eight conference uh, was frozen to the runway and could not
0: take off so how did that is that amazing? It's funny because, look, Jeez. I don't think this stuff works on people. I mean, a lot of people, like, it's one of those things people say they care about a lot. is the climate. In reality, they, I don't think they care all that much about it. I mean, you see in poll after poll after poll. It's always one of the mm-hmm. lowest priorities. It doesn't move people to vote. Um, and, and, you know, that's only a, a minor thing. I mean, Obviously, if the science were so pure, then it wouldn't really matter if people voted for it or not. It would just happen. Uh, but it's interesting to see just a lot of people live in really cold weather. And yeah. like the fact that they're yep. constantly pitched global warming as this huge problem, it's amazing that it works on anybody. It, I, again, that's a dumb way of thinking. It shouldn't be how you think about climate change. But like, I don't know. When you, it's hard for it, people not to. Yeah, it's you hard know, to when you live that in Montana or, or Michigan
1: yeah. or or <laughs> Munich, sucks. Germany. Yeah, and it's snowing like that. It's like I could use a little warming. Oh,
0: I remember when uh, I was up in Minnesota for the, the Super Bowl, which, by the way, Eagles won. Don't worry about this past <laughs> yesterday's result. Not, not important. Let's go back to 2018 quickly and think about <laughs> the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. And I remember walking around this, ta- this, this city of Minneapolis and thinking to myself, how on earth is there a civilization here? Mm-hmm. It was so cold and snow was everywhere so and i grew up in the northeast we had cold weather we had snow it was nothing like that it mm-hmm. was so cold pad that they have built an intricate series of basically tunnels in the sky so you never have to walk outside you walk through the entire city through like hotel lobbies to bridges that are all enclosed, so you're basic. They basically made the entire city into a mall. You never, you can walk through almost the whole city without walking outside, and it's incredible. Yeah. It's like the fact that that is available for humans to adapt to a climate like that has never been available in human history. Everyone just died. <laughs> Every, everyone put f- fires yep. inside their house. And tried to stay warm through the night. And what happened was they breathed in a bunch of smoke and died at like 40. That was the whole history of our world. Or sometimes they'd burn to death. Or they'd so burn to death. they had that
1: option too. <laughs> yes. <'cause... laughs>
0: it always, the point is it always sucked. Yeah. And now Minneapolis is a mall. <laughs> like that is, there's no, that's not a coincidence. That's because of fossil fuels and capitalism. It's because yep. of everything the COP28 is pushing against. Every good thing in our society as far as a civilizationally improving innovation comes from these two things that the left hates, fossil fuels and capitalism. And yet here we are mm-hmm. constantly arguing that, like, hey, maybe we should do things that help keep people alive. <laughs> I don't know. Triple eight seven two seven. 727 more um, coming up. It's just incredible. Now, if you're in Minneapolis, you're like, I am so cold all the time, and you're looking to to move. Look, Minnesota has some uh, has some great people who live there, and it's a it's a great place. But mostly in the winter, uh, it gets a little rough. So, if you happen to be looking to move from any place, maybe you're looking. I want more snow in my life. I want to go to Minneapolis. I want to experience the uh, the Mall City. Uh, you can go there, and you can use real estate agents I trust to get there. Why? Uh, you're moving to a new area you don't maybe don't have a real estate agent there. Maybe you don't know anybody. Maybe work is is sending you across the country. Maybe you're running from California or Illinois or New York, and you're running to a red state because you saw what happened during COVID. Whatever it is, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find the best agent in your area. Whether you're buying or selling a home, doesn't matter. Got to have an agent on both sides who's on your side. And realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to find that. By the way, it's a free service to you. So why not check this out? The name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. So imagine yourself walking confidently into a shooting range and raising your gun and aiming it at the target in front of you and not missing like, you know, like three feet to the left. Well, it might seem like, well, I don't know. I'm not a great shot. And the reason you're not a great shot is because you can't practice, right? Like it's hard to practice. It's so expensive. It takes forever to do. Well, the iTarget Cube is here to make it a lot better for you. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with the iTarget Pro laser bullets You can buy one or you can upgrade to a three-pack for a really great training experience. And you can practice, uh, you know, random shooting drills, clearing drills. You can use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot that you make. You can practice alone. You can uh, hang out and compete with friends. It's it's fun to do. Plus, it's getting you better practice. And because the system works with your home's Wi-Fi, you can kind of just stick these things anywhere in your home and practice self-defense scenarios safely without the expense and the convenience of having to go to the shooting range. If you want the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. And the iTarget Cube is a great way to upgrade your experience. Right now, you can save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BLAZE10 when you go to iTargetPro.com. iTarget comes in the most popular caliber, so you can train with almost any firearm. This is an easy and cost-effective way to keep, to train and keep in practice, and also a great gift for anyone who likes going to the range and doesn't want to have the expense all the time. It's iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. The offer code is Blaze10 at iTargetPro.com.
1: Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, we do have a, a guest uh, coming up on no, the really? show. Yeah.
0: It was a tough um, I, I We worked hard. really hard on this. Mm-hmm. You know, we had all of our entire staff working for hours and hours and hours to try to lock this guy down. And uh, we wanted to bring- And we were amazingly able to do it. Yeah.
1: Somehow. Somehow successful. What's his name? Uh, Glenn Beck.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. He's coming up in just he's a minute. He's that right wing extremist from yes. Fox. Isn't he on Fox News? Yes. I think he's on Fox Dispiracy News. Conspiracy theorist um, yeah. on Fox News. Yep yeah big time conspiracy theorist, and we're going to have him on here in a little bit. He's uh, obviously not here today. He is uh, in the middle of a, a project. he's uh, on assignment mm. today mm-hmm. and so we're going to get a little bit of an update on what he's doing and and, and you know, when you'll see the fruits of his labor okay um, but I'm pretty ex- to uh, that. yeah, pretty interesting to to hear. Yeah. I hope he's in a place that uh, that you know has a, has a reasonable climate because uh, you know he <laughs> climate change is affecting us all and even even people like glenn or a gym rat like glenn beck you know when Mm -hmm. when (laughs) when things start turning the wrong way it's too hot you know there's a there's a big um we don't have time to get into all this completely but there's a big story in uh, a cnn special report uh how the climate crisis fuels gender inequality (laughs) oh my gosh and apparently Wow. Uh, all the climate stuff affects women more than men, oh. um, which is like, there's this phenomenon, and I don't know if you've noticed this, Pat, where it's just like the progressive narrative blender, where like instead of writing a story about climate change, they just take five other things that they talk about all the time, like trans issues and race and gender, and they just throw them all in the blender and make it into a smoothie, <laughs> and on the other side, you just get this glop, and that's what the story is. It's just fantastic. I, I love Unreal. that they're so predictable. It's just just so fun to watch them flail around and try to make this stuff work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, we'll be talking uh, to that big get we got. (laughs) Uh, Glenn Beck, next. The Glenn Beck Program.